This video is going to be your ultimate guide to how to radiate magnetic feminine energy to the point where your aura is so desirable, you are so likable, and everyone can feel it, everyone can see it, and everyone wants to be around it. In this video, we're talking about healing, we're talking about dating, we're talking about habits, we're talking about embodiment, we're talking about everything so that you don't have to watch another video and get confused and wonder what the hell are you doing. The video chapters are going to be right here on the screen so you know what to expect, when to expect, and with that being said, let's get straight into it. For the longest time, I had no clue what feminine energy was. I didn't understand why it was important. I didn't understand why it was powerful. But the moment I learned about this, I am telling you my entire life changed. I started attracting way better opportunities. I manifested my dream relationship. And frankly, I just feel the most confident, empowered version of myself. We first need to understand what is feminine energy and why is it so important? Feminine energy dates back to centuries ago. Think Think of yin and yang, think of Adam and Eve, think of Shiva and Shakti. What's very important is to know that there's a big difference between feminine energy and femininity. Feminine energy is not being a girly girl. It's not having your nails painted. It's not dressing up girly and flowery. Feminine energy and masculine energy is not related to gender. Every woman has both masculine and feminine energy. Every man has both feminine and masculine energy. Your feminine energy is expressed when you move with the flow of life. You're more nurturing, you're more expressive, you're more vulnerable, you're more creative, you're more playful, you're very in touch with your intuition. You also prefer holistic approaches to well-being. And if you look at this in terms of your career or in leadership positions, a person who's rooted in their feminine energy focuses way more on intuition and collaboration and diversity. They're more of a heart-centered leader. Whereas if you look at it from a masculine approach, it's pretty much the stereotype, very competitive, very hustle, very work hard play hard it's all about purpose but if you look at your feminine energy it's all about leaning into yourself it's about embodiment and there's not one better way to be you have both of them in you but what i've noticed lately in this world is that we tend to prioritize masculine energy as being the more desirable trait a lot of women have actually been suppressing their feminine energy and rooted way more in their masculine because they believe that masculine energy is the more superior way to live it gives you more respect it gives you more recognition it means that you're the top of the ladder and a lot of women strive for that now but the problem is that so many people believe that if you're feminine you can't be ambitious you can't work hard. You can't be a business owner. This is far from true. And once you realize how much power there is in being rooted in your feminine energy, you'll notice that everything you want in your life comes to you easier, faster, and way better because you're not in isolation from your true nature. There is a time to be feminine and there's a time to be masculine. If you are always in your feminine energy nature, you're going to notice that there is a disparity between you actually achieving your goals and that's where the masculine energy comes in because it's more logical, it's more focused, it's more driven. So you need to have both of these things but the problem is that you don't know how to isolate yourself and when to drop into your feminine energy and when to embody your masculine. And this is a problem that so many women have. And if you notice in your relationships, if you are embodying more of your masculine energy, you're gonna attract men who are more in their feminine energy, which is normal because we all have these polarities. That is what makes us attracted to each other. Now, when you attract someone who's in their feminine energy, that's where a lot of the problems arise because the woman finds out that she's the one who has to be assertive. She's the one who has to plan the dates. She is the one who has to pursue him. 
them. Men don't like that because men biologically are known to be the ones who pursue. If you date back to the hunter-gatherer years, the men were the ones who had to go out and survive and get materials and provide for their wives who were home taking care of the children. That is how the traditional polarity existed back then. But now you can see this reverse where men are more in their feminine energy and nature and women are more in their masculine energy nature. And frankly, I think this is so messed up because it takes back who we are innately and it causes a lot of deep internalized disappointment. When I think back to my younger days, I was so playful and expressive. I was very into dance and art and creativity. And I noticed as I got older, I started to disconnect from that because I thought that that was weak. I thought that being in your feminine energy meant that you couldn't be a hardworking person. And I thought that in the workplace and in school that people would respect me more if I put on this shield and worked my way to the top and be a boss babe. And you know, there's a time and place for that. But I noticed that the moment I started reconnecting with myself, everything in my life changed. I attracted a relationship that made me feel secure in being in my feminine energy and making me feel safe in it because he embodied the divine masculine. And I noticed that I could chill. I could surrender. I can be me. I can let him plan the date. I can let him pursue me. And that's very powerful because it means that you have to surrender your ego. You have to drop the notion that letting someone else lead and take care of you is not a sign of weakness because you yourself are able to do that. I know you are. You can take care of yourself. You can show up for yourself when you need to. But the problem is that you don't always have to. You don't always have to be the go-getter, the pursuer, the chaser because it's just not cute, especially when it comes to dating and relationships. So how do you know if you're in your masculine or in your feminine energy in regards to being in a relationship? Let's get into the dynamics of this. We're gonna talk about Arya. Arya is a girl who has feminine energy in her core. When she was younger, you could see this. She was very intuitive and playful and loving and nurturing and outgoing and expressive. But as she got older, she started to dissociate from this. She noticed that she was starting to crave the approval of her parents. Her parents told her that if she focused on structure and being productive and getting straight A's and going after her dreams like an ambitious boss babe, that she was worthy and she got praised for that. So in her life, she focused on structure, on logic, on making sure she went to school and was ambitious and hardworking and competitive because she knew that if she did that, that would make her respected by everyone around her. Now the problem is as she got older, she started craving the approval of male attention. And she noticed that her best friend was somehow getting all of the attention. She was always in the spotlight and she just had an inner radiance that was so magnetic and she didn't understand why because Arya was actually really gorgeous. But for some reason, she never could attract an opposite partner. Guys would pay attention to her, but then they'd just ghost her or they wouldn't follow up with her and they wouldn't be as committed as they would be to her best friend. And she had no clue why. Arya gets jealous. She starts getting competitive. She starts asking herself, what is wrong with me? Why can't I attract anyone? Why doesn't anyone like me? So she starts beating herself up. She starts thinking it's about her appearance. She starts thinking that she needs to show off her body and go party all the time and just talk to everyone. So she does that. What happens? Everyone starts playing her. Everyone starts taking advantage of her and she grows more resentful of herself 
and her best friend. A few months later, she gets a date and she is so excited. She tells her best friend, oh my God, this guy is the one. He is going to be my dream partner. I can just feel it. Desperation energy. She goes on the date, meets the guy. As she's talking to the guy, she's trying to connect with him, but she starts expressing to him how exhausted she is, how much work she has to do, how she's struggling with this client. So the guy comes in and he's like, oh, I can help you with that. I have a lot of experience in it. The problem is that Arya gets offended. She thinks that he thinks that she's a damsel in distress, that she can't fend for herself. So what does she say? She rejects it. She's like, no, I can do it. I can handle it. I'm good at it. I can do things on my own. I don't need help. What did she do here? She emasculated him by rejecting that. So she took him reaching out to help her as something that was wrong. But this guy looks at it as, no, I want to help her. I like her. Because men in their masculine energy and nature want to help, want to help the feminine, want to provide for the feminine, want to lead the feminine. They want to be the pursuers. They want to chase the girl up. But the problem is that women don't do that anymore because they are so desperate for male validation that they lose their sense of self. They forget who they are and their self-worth and what makes them magnetic. And this has nothing to do with the way you look. It is all about your self-love. But this girl was so focused on making him the one that she forgot to even see if he's the one. She went into this dynamic working to impress him instead of seeing if this guy could impress her. And the moment you enter a dynamic or a dating relationship with that kind of energy, people can feel it. Men are going to notice that this girl already likes me and she doesn't even know me. And what happens? Well, they already got it. They already got her. What is there to work for? They already know that she has someone on, on their roster. This is what happens when women approach dating relationships in their masculine energy. They forget to lean back. When you surrender and lay back and just flow and not approach relationships with this dynamic of, oh my gosh, I hope he likes me. I hope he thinks I'm pretty. I hope he pursues me. And instead you go, you know what? Let me see if I like him. What are his values? How does he think about family? How does he approach his work? What is his purpose? You no longer look desperate, you look magnetic. Arya would have been so much more feminine and magnetic if she stopped focusing on the people around her, on how they acted, on what made them special, and she healed her own wounded feminine. Wounded feminine energy is when your authentic feminine energy essence is suppressed. It's because of maybe your traumas that you grew up with, some wounds you had in your past relationships, societal norms that tell you that you need to be more masculine to be respected, acknowledged, and credible. Maybe you didn't have a strong mother figure in your life. So you had to step up to the role as provider. And in the process, you neglected your feminine energy nature because you had to be in that masculine energy provider, go-getter, competitive role in order to survive in this world. So how do we know if we have a wounded feminine energy? Well, there's a few signs and we're gonna get into every single one of them. The first one is insecurity. The wounded feminine finds it hard to trust people. She is very insecure in herself. She doesn't know her worth. She doesn't have any self-love. A person who's also insecure might shy away from social situations because they're insecure in whether or not people would approve of them or like them. They just feel so inadequate on their own. The second sign of being in your wounded feminine is you just lack creativity and inspiration. I was away and dissociated from my creativity when I disconnected from my intuition. 
intuition because being in your feminine energy means that you are connected to your intuition. You listen to your gut instincts. When you want to talk about something, you do it. When you want to be someone, you be it. So this is where you might feel stuck and stagnant and feel like your throat chakra isn't open. So it's very hard to find your voice and engage in self-expression. You aren't in embodiment with what you're talking about because you're second guessing everything in your head. The third sign is overwhelm and stress and burnout 24 seven. I struggle with this so much, especially when you're ambitious and hardworking and have a purpose and you want to go after it. You can be fooled into thinking, okay, social media tells you to grind and hustle and work hard, play hard and no pain, no gain. I hate even listening to that kind of content because it makes me feel this internal sense of pressure. And don't get me wrong. You have to put in the work to get to where you want to go. And that's common sense. But let me ask you, do you think that you're going to get to where you want to go if you work so, so hard that you don't prioritize your well-being and your self-love and your self-care? Do you think of self-love and self-care as weak? Because that's where you need to ask yourself why. If you constantly feel burnt out and stressed and overwhelmed 24 seven, it's because you aren't balancing your feminine energy because you don't think it's important. You think that being in your masculine energy 24 seven is what's gonna get you the dream career and get you the dream car and get you the dream house and get you the dream life. And that's just not true. Don't feel guilty for spending time on yourself. You have to. And I wish I could go back and tell myself this because I would feel so guilty when I would want to take a break or go for a walk or just take a Sunday to relax and chill and not focus so much on work. And I also noticed that when I wouldn't prioritize my feminine energy and take time to kind of detach from the world, that is what actually contributed to me feeling stagnant and stuck and have no creativity or inspiration because I'm not taking time for myself. I'm not taking time to listen to my own inner world. The next part is external validation. Are you seeking the validation of other people to validate who you are as a person? Does a man commenting on your photo or DMing you or texting you make you feel like you're more loved and cared for? Do you need likes on your Instagram or comments on your Instagram in order to feel like you're pretty and worthy? Do you ask your friends for approval before you wear that outfit to go out or you post a picture on Instagram? It's when you betray your own needs to feel validated and loved and accepted. You haven't done the inner work to be okay with your own opinions. You are so disconnected from your intuition that it scares you to trust yourself. You just don't trust yourself. It's as simple as that. Because if you did, you wouldn't ask people before you post the picture. You wouldn't be waiting on when he's responding because you would be so focused on yourself. You would have some goals and a purpose in life that you would be channeling your efforts into. You would be doing things that make you happy instead of focusing on the outer world to make you happy. The next one is that you struggle with expressing your emotions and your softer side. This can show up in relationships where maybe you meet someone for the first time and you're a little bit scared to be vulnerable because you don't want them to think that you're weak or you don't want them to take advantage of you. And what happens in the process is that you don't create space for connection. I remember the first date I went on with my boyfriend, he asked me a very personal question and I remember I opened up just with no mask. I was straight up honest. I talked to him about how I just had all of these issues with my identity and how I was doing the inner work and how I felt so disconnected from the friends around me. And me showing up with this level of vulnerability didn't make me look desperate or needy or clingy or insecure. It actually made me perceived as someone who was very self-aware. When you have the emotional intelligence to show up with that kind of energy, it makes the other person want to connect with you because now they feel safe to show up and connect with you. But if you're just putting on a mask 24 seven, like you're perfect, 
that there's nothing wrong with you, that you're not working on things, that you're not healing through things, that you're not growing through things. How do you expect someone to invest in you or even give a shit about you. They're not going to. So you have to develop the self-awareness to understand that the things you're working on deserve to be acknowledged and they're not things that you should feel like you have to conceal in order to be more respected and credible and professional in this world. This next one is very, very, very important. You're in your wounded feminine energy if you feel like you have to be tough and strong all the time. Perfect example, when Arya was on the date with the man and he offered to help her, what did she do? She said, no, I can handle it. Why? Because she was afraid to be perceived as weak. If a man offers to carry your suitcase, let him carry the damn suitcase. Lean into it and be like, yeah, sure. I'll let you help me. Even though you know in your head you can do it yourself. I know you can, I can do it too. But if someone else is gonna help me with it, why would I resist that? Especially if I know that me resisting it means that the other person feels emasculated. So now that we know that we are wounded, how the hell do we reignite it? I got you, girl. The first step is to know your worthiness. You have to know that you at your core are so valuable and so deserving of everything that you want. You have to know why you're suppressing yourself. You have to know what your insecurities are and you have to know how they're showing up in your life. The second thing to reignite your feminine energy is to understand the hero instinct. This is so important. If you're watching this video, you probably want to attract someone who's in their masculine energy. Now, in order to have it this way, you need to understand what a man wants. They want to feel like they can take care of you. They want to feel like they can protect you. They want to feel like they can provide for you because that is what makes them feel needed, valued, and respected. So how do you activate the hero instinct? It's very simple. Make him feel valued. Make him feel like he is taking care of you. Make him feel like he has an important role in your life. Another way you do this is when you're not clingy. Let him have his space to do what he needs to do. Don't always be latched to him like this butterfly that just won't let go of him. It is so attractive when you can take time for yourself to do the things that you light you up to keep you grounded in your nature while also letting him go out and do what he needs to do. That is what makes a man feel like a man. When they channel all of their energy into their vision and their purpose, focus on your damn self. You have a life, you have goals, work towards a vision, find out what your passions are and go after them. That is what makes a relationship stronger. And this is another important thing. Make him feel appreciated. When you're complimenting someone, don't always compliment how they look or how they're dressed. Focus on the deeper shit. If you saw that he had a long day at work, tell him, I love how hardworking you are. I love that when you go after something, you put 100% into it. I love how family oriented you are. Acknowledge the traits that you want someone to exhibit even more. And then that person's like, oh my gosh, I received validation for this. I feel good. Now I wanna step up and do even more because I know when I do that, I'm respected for it. She appreciates it. She acknowledges it. So powerful. Change my relationship will change yours too. The next way you reignite your feminine energy is when you hold and honor your boundaries. This is so important and so many women neglect this. If there's something wrong, speak up about it. If you have an opinion, say it. If you don't believe in something, share it. There is no weakness 
openness and being a very upfront and candid person. That doesn't mean you're in your masculine energy. It means that you know how to communicate your boundaries. There is a way to share your opinion and share your frustration without being defensive, without coming across as a pushover, and without being a bitch. Let's say you got into a fight with your boyfriend. Instead of saying, you did this to me, you're messed up, you don't care about me, approach it from a different angle and be like, I feel better about us when you do X, Y, and Z. I feel more secure when you show up in X, Y, Z. Don't say you need to do this. You have to be like that. You need to take out the trash. Be like, hi, thank you for taking out the trash. Thank you for helping me put the dishes away. The way you communicate your desires and your boundaries is when you acknowledge it with praise, when you reinforce the behavior because psychologically, like I said, it makes them want to hold up the boundary and it makes them want to do it even more. The next way you reignite your feminine energy is when you spend more time alone. Read books, focus on your passions, do something unique. All of that is such a good way to get to know yourself. And the more that you get to know yourself is the more that you can show up as the best version of yourself. I remember when I was in my personal development journey in the beginning stages, it was so hard for me to be by myself. It made me feel so uncomfortable. But I remember I cut off all of my friends. I cut off everyone. I didn't talk to any guys. I didn't hang out with anyone because I just focused on my own inner growth journey. I learned to enjoy my own company. I learned to invest in to myself and what happened is I developed such a strong sense of self-concept to the point where I just loved being in my own company I didn't feel alone I didn't feel insecure I wasn't worried about what everyone around me was doing and that had a huge ROI in the character of who I attracted to be my boyfriend so don't wait for the text back don't focus on what they're doing just focus on you be you enjoy you love you the next one is all about moving your body focus on your health focus on your wellness focus on nourishing your body all of that has such a huge role in your confidence and the next one and the last one is dress the part and look the part if that means that you need to reinvent your style reinvent your style wear what makes you feel good do your makeup a certain way switch it up learn how to do your hair wear jewelry do things that make you feel rooted in your feminine energy such a simple concept but that's why i put it last because i frankly don't think it's important i think your internal work is like 99 of it and the one percent is how you look truly. So I hope this video gave you more insight about it. If you enjoyed it, I would love if you subscribe and give it a thumbs up, all that jazz. This video will also be on my podcast so you can listen to it as well. Anyways, love you all and I will see you guys in my next video.